Morning, Shavuot Tov. We're in full gear now. This is the three days of Akbala. This is the three days. We're in the third day of Sivan, which is a very, very special day. It's one of my favorite days of the year, actually. It's called Yom HaMeyuchas. The day of lineage. <coughs> it's a very special day. Whoever wants to stay afterwards, we have another short shear just on this that we'll be broadcasting also. Thank you. Today's the really like, okay, we're, we're, we're Mamash by the mountain. Now it's time to, to switch gears. Like whatever was working for us until now, now it's time to really prepare ourselves consciously for what's going to happen with Hashem, which is the day of celebrating and reenacting in our own hearts the Kabbalah Satora. So it's a schuss it's to do this together with you guys, that's for sure. I can't imagine right now in my life doing it alone. <laughs> that's for sure. And a big yishakach for everyone's sharing, so much sharing on our list. And Sichas Chaverim, Toby, do you have? Yeah. Josh, here you go, bro. Welcome. Yeah, we're going to finish today the piece in English in this Ot Yud Aleph, chapter on 11. What a beautiful, what a heart-wrenching piece. What a beautiful piece where we spoke about. You know, I'm going to read through it very fast until we got to, told the place where we got to. Back on page 37. <clears throat> and the learning today should be to strengthen all the hearts of those who have given up on any hope of them receiving the Torah this year. We have, men, we have many feelings that flow in a weak and shallow manner. If we broaden such a feeling and bring it to full being, it'll turn into a great river whose waters and tributaries. tributaries will never run dry. If we do not expand these feelings, they will disappear without ever having seen light the day, like many, many of our emotions, like many of our feelings that come and knock on our door, and we're like, ah, I don't know what to do with you. So, so they, they, they leave as if they were never there. For instance, sometimes a person feels an inner discomfort. He doesn't know whether he needs to eat or sleep or have a drink. Then this feeling dissipates. But really what he felt was his soul stretching forth a limb, desiring to have the joy of experiencing a pure thought. It's amazing. Sometimes a person has a feeling of joy or the like. Since this feeling is not contained within a physical container because it's a limb extended by his pure soul, he doesn't know what it is and what he's feeling. 
His soul is knocking softly and fluttering, but he drinks a vodka or does some other this-worldly act. This does not calm the movements of his soul. What do they call it? Uncomfortable numbness? What's the phrase? Uncomfortably numb. Uncomfortably numb, yeah. He, no. That's the Right, but that's what we're trying to fix here. <laughs> Uncomfortably numb, yeah. <laughs> Meaning, on a, no, on a, the body says, oh, now I'm comfortably numb. And the neshama is like, is banging on the door, like, yours. It's the anti Roger Waters. Yeah, everything should be the anti Roger Waters. <laughs> Huh? What do you say? He doesn't know who Roger Waters is. Blessed, blessed Baruch Hashem, blessed is Tmimus. You are much better than us. You are fine. This does not calm the movements of his soul. He has only diverted and aroused his physical feelings to roar and thunder, but he did not hear the voice of his soul. And remember the next paragraph, friends. This was the most intense paragraph we ever read. In the same way, the priests of Molach who practiced child sacrifice would beat on drums so that a father would not hear his son wailing amidst the flames. <sighs> Sigh. <laughs> As if, I can't relate to that, right? Oh, yes, we can. A person's physical feelings are so loud that the quaking of his soul passes unnoticed and in vain. It's as though his soul suffered a miscarriage. I remember, it doesn't get lighter when you read it the second time, you know? It only gets heavier. Regarding this, our society proclaims to each member, know how to look. Know how to look at everything that's occurring within you and outside of you. Looking does not only refer to seeing some object. It's rather a type of birth. We give birth to and bring forth something that we look at. We bring forth and give birth to its form until it becomes something that we can gaze upon. When you have a feeling, you must look. You must bring forth a form of the feeling and look at that form. This is the absolute opposite of the three F's that Cliff spoke about. Does anyone remember the three F's? Flee. Freeze. No, flight and flee are, flee are the same. Or Freeze, flight, or flee. Fight or flight. Fight, flight, or flee. flee. No, flee and flight are the same thing. Mamish, <laughs> Mamish not important. Let's continue. Yeah, there are three actions. We don't know what they are. <laughs> we do know what they are. Huh? Fight or flight. Freeze. Fight. Flight. Flight is fleeing. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not dealing. Sorry, that, that, that's all it is. Sorry, Cliff. Right. <laughs> He's sitting there right now being, God, these guys can't even <laughs> Sometimes minor feelings flit through a person and are lost because he's unable to look at them. You could think about, like, Mamish, this last Shabbos, how many different things came up for you in shul or at home or at the table? And how much of them were you just like, I just got to get through Shabbos. I can't deal with this right now. We're in shul, how many thoughts? No, no, I got to finish davening because it's much more important to, f- to finish a bunch of words than deal with what's actually happening inside of you. This happens to us subconsciously all the time. All the time this is what's happening to us. And he keeps on telling us, like, every type of feeling and emotion that comes up, every type of thought is a maftach, is a, is a key to the soul. Every type, no matter what. Okay, tov. <laughs>
surfs up. Sometimes minor feelings flit through a person and are lost because he's unable to look at them, but more than that, entire mitzvahs flash by him, returning to where they came from. He can feel what was within him, but he's un- incapable of focusing, imagining, imaging, and knowing what he felt. For instance, he cannot tell how his feelings on the eve of Yom Kippur differ from those on Rosh Hashanah, or from those on the eve of Pesach, and so forth. Therefore, I advise you, teach yourself to look. In general, this was so deep. Be the kind of person who seeks Hashem everywhere. Perhaps you'll find Hashem who hides himself in the holiness of his glory. When you seek him, you will find him. On Shabbos, I want to let you guys know, I had a very beautiful Shabbos. It was a bar mitzvah from people that came from Los Angeles. I didn't know them. And they had very few guests with them. Families, Baal Tshuva. There may be 30 people there. And half of them weren't so much in the parsha of you know, understanding how things flow, but the guy that's Baal was very mocked to bring with him his rub from Los Angeles. When I realized who was rub from Los Angeles, when he walked in, I got so excited. He's a Dayan from Los Angeles, and he's a big, big rub in Breslov, too. His name is Rav Elchanan Tauber. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Rav Tauber from Los Angeles. He teaches BRI in Uman, actually, when he's there. Tall, man, he's six foot three, tall, tall, rub. Amazing. And he was speaking over Shabbos. He kept on speaking. Every word was drinking from the fountain. He said that he once went to Rev. Gedalia Kenig, who was one of the old Breslover leaders. He was living in, you know, now his sons run the Tzfat Breslov, the Kenig family. And he said to him, how does someone will to want? He keeps on hearing about how the Ratzon is so important. It's so important to have Ratzon. But how do you want to want something? Which is something we've, we've spoken about quite often. How do you want to want something. Like, I know it's, an, it's very holy to want Kedusha, but how do you want to want Kedusha? We've had this question before, no? How do you want to want something? Like, I wish I wanted to learn all day long. I wish I wanted to, to surprise my children every day with a new Torah that touches their souls exactly for them. I, I wish I wanted to reach out more to friends, to pour out my heart to them and offer my heart to hear them as well. So how do you will to want that? How do you create that ransom for that to be something that you really want? Because right now I don't. I'm not the kind of person that really wants this. Right? So he told this Rav, he said, if you say, the more you say this is what I want, the more you actually end up wanting it. Perhaps that really could be the real definition of shelolishma balishma and the level of ratzon. That the more you say, this is what I want, the more you actually really do want what you're, what you're saying. It's almost like saying the words, Mamish, give it, when you put it out there, we've spoken about this, and you say it out in words, you're giving the words, the words have kayach by themselves to really create that ratzon. So in, when he says over here, when you seek him, you will find him, because he's so hidden. So the more you say all day long, I want to find you, I want to find you, that's the seeking. It's not like, let me look here. What does that mean? It's not, high. it's not like, let me go run to there to see if he's there. It's putting it out there in your daily lives. This is what I want. Then that you become a mevakish, someone that you define yourself as, I'm a God seeker. This is, this is who I am. And where will you find him? In yourself and in everything around you. Now, this is the 
This is now we're going to level of avoda. This was all beautiful theory. Now he's going to say something tachlis that to attain this end, you must abjure haste. For a hasty person cannot come to understanding. This is a big, big tikkun by us. Big one. In the, the world of, of instant, right? So this is a big Indian. On the other hand, be careful that your deliberation does not lead to the opposite, which is huge. It's unbelievable. To lethargy and depression. It's my, he's really pointing out both sides here of what happens to a person who gets, he gets turned on. So what happens to him right away? He either goes to the place of, okay, now everything's got to fit. Like then you see many burnt out Baal Tshuvas. So many burnt out Baal Tshuvas. Why? Because they didn't understand that. Lega, now you're in. Okay, you're in, but now we walk slowly. But then that leads to a person that says, oh, it's not happening instantly, meaning the, the understanding how everything works and connecting to everything and, and learn. So what happens to me? Oh, you know what? I did enough till now. Now let me just sit back. Like we learned last week or two weeks ago, there has to be consistency of small effort every <clears throat> single day. Consistency of small effort. I was talking to one of the Yidin that were there on Shabbos. I told him we're learning B'nai Machshav He says, ah, you know, I remember just one thing. He said, a little bit of effort, but every single day. That's what the person told me. Like, that's the one thing that he remembered, that he took from him from the same phase. Like, in his own life, he applied this concept of a little bit of effort, but consistency. Every single day, a little bit. Beautiful. Let us take an instance of composed mindfulness. This is beautiful, what he's going to say now. And Alavai, Archever, because a lot of us have little kids, and it doesn't work out with the timing, but really, when do Hasidim get together? That's really, really when, you know, game on. And that's like the big, you know, recharging of batteries in order to go back into the week. Shalashudis is always the time where really, such power. Let us take an instance of composed mindfulness, Shalashudis, the third Shabbos meal. You're sitting Shalashudis on the Shabbos in the company of Chassidim. Don't you feel anything? The tzaddikim say that an hour of shalashudis is like the hour of which it is said, better an hour of tshuva and good deeds in this world than the entire life of the world to come. My holy father-in-law said in the name of Magid of Kuznets that shalashudis has the quality of the righteous sitting with crowns on their heads, enjoying the radiance of God's presence. By the way, that's said about tzaddikim in the next world. Asidim tzaddikim leishe b'mocho b'ashchina shruya b'nehem. That's what it says about tzaddikim. That they're going to sit in a circle with Hashem's presence. And he's saying that that could be attainable already now. And you don't feel a thing. An experience greater than the world to come is passing over you. Yet you feel nothing. Okay, now, who is he talking to right now? Who is he talking to? A Siddim who sit and do this and probably have both ends of this, right? They probably right. at times like are, are in that, but saying their levels maybe. Right. These aren't just people who are just showing up the first time. Now, okay, so who else is he talking to today? Us. <laughs> <laughs> so what is he saying to us? But what are you really feeling? Right. All, you've, all you could say afterwards is, 
is, but what does it have to do with, it? did you expand that thought? Like you can, that, that experience is not meant to just last for, for, for Friday night. If we learn how to look at what we're feeling and how to expand those thoughts and how to apply those feelings of dvekas into the places we try to, during the week, cover over, <clears throat> then he's saying you're davening, you're dancing your brains out on a Friday night, but really, you, what, you, you feel nothing. Could be that nothing is really happening to you. Now that's possible. Yeah. Go through this whole routine. You get locked into the routine. You think that's it? You've got to be joking. You're certain that's it. It's amazing. So why, why do we do that? Because he's saying you're not really seizing the opportunity to get to know your neshama. You're just saying, wow, I enjoy this. This feels good. But really, you're not seizing the opportunity. So what does this mean, tachlis, on the level of avoda? We're in shul Friday night. We're flying. Right now, we're sitting here. We're flying. What, on the level of work... What do we do with this, this feeling right now to heal our neshamas? What are we supposed to do with this? When he says, learn how to look at yourself. So how, there's two ways to get to learn how to look at yourself. Either by, and, and both of them have to do with being aware and conscious of letting feelings touch you. One is through the pain, which you'd rather not choose lechatchila to go there. And the other is dafka through shalashudis, through simchas. Learn how, to, learn how to get to know yourself. Learn how to look at yourself. So how would you say you could learn how to look at yourself through enthusiasm of davening? What would you do with that? How do you get to know yourself through that? Say, look, look, how, look how connected I feel in, in these moments. So this must be really the essence of who I am. I feel so good in this moment. How do I bring some of this into my day when I'm not davening with my friends and not doing it through song. Then, you know, tap into that, uh, that feeling. It's, 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 but what you're saying, well, uh, what I'm scared of is like, listening to what you're saying, what I'm listening to what he's writing here, is in this moment, like taking away a moment and make, becoming overly analytical, you know, like I suppose that we, we, we focus so much and we focus on it for the last right. few, few months about like, the idea of being connected to a moment. Right. The worst way to be connected to a moment is to, be, is to start like that. Trying to dissect it while you're in it. You know what I you know what I I been huge for me recently. I'm not on the I'm not on I'm still on the visualization level. Like when I'm davening, when I'm focusing on the words, I'm picturing the words in my mind. Like maybe like white letters up against black background or the opposite, something like very visual. And then if like you want to take the moment you talked about like in shul, like I had crazy like. Outside of school, 1 a.m. on Friday night, very similar thing, where I just had this, I woke up in the middle of the night, I had to spice up the herring, get it ready for uh, Kiddush, and, uh, and I just, I, I was laying on the floor petting my dog, like in the middle of my floor, and I had this yearning to be close to Hashem, and I didn't know how to express it, and just started visualizing myself davening, and thinking about, thinking about the, the davening that we, I had Friday night, even though, we had a beautiful davening on uh, the, the regular minion, but it was like a smaller poop. And I was thinking how beautiful it was. And I just, I was yearning, I was really yearning and I didn't know how to, how to like bring that and how to actually utilize that. But all I knew is that there, that right there was like that moment. I was visualizing myself davening from earlier. So like, it was something I was able to like really tap into. And I, 
took it into my week. I've started my Sunday morning in Shabbos. Like I feel like really like in that. So like the visualization things for me huge. is very, very powerful. Huge. That's huge. I never saw I never I never really heard anyone take the learning what we did right now. Like you just did it right now. That's that's absolutely uh, that's very powerful. But I I think that what you're saying is really key. I think we we we're we're here to always looking out, looking around. And I think what this, what they're saying and what Percy said is that you gotta you gotta reverse it. You gotta sit sometimes and try to look back at yourself. Yeah. And see if the spots you're in, see the space you're in, see what the heck you're doing. Right. Otherwise, you're gonna lose it. I mean, it, it, there's so much going around right. around you. It's true. You gotta look back at yourself. It's true. meaning you're talking about during the flying davening. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We do. We do look around. See who else is dancing. Who else is in this? Right. <laughs> Who's not flying? Yeah. Right. And just the, the main place he's hiding is inside you. Yeah. The fact is, the fact Skip is out. that I, like, for Nobody me, I do time. feed off of other people. Like, a lot of times, when I'm in that davening, I want to see other people, and that also inspires me. But you're right. It was like that kind of davening where I was just internal. Maybe in, maybe on the other end of the spectrum. Like, maybe on, on the, it wasn't like a depression, but like an insular, in, into myself type thing. And uh, that definitely... Brought big gains. Huge. <laughs> but you did it not in the moment. You did it post. Which I, I think that that's like the difference maybe between what Tom's saying over here. Is the, the idea of like not over dissecting it in the moment by being, by registering, like putting time in your schedule yeah. to reflect. Yeah. Actually, the moment recognize the fact that, that that's the real you. That, that you're tapping into something. Right. I don't think there's any, anything wrong with marking that and saying, this feels so good, so this has to be, I must be really close to Say it again, marking that? Yeah. 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 I think that's like. Well, a, because it's like, yeah. why, why am I feeling so amazing I think, right now? I think that, that's what does it, because like, then you could go back and be like, that, I, that's me. That, that, that but the Yetzirah will yeah. come even stronger and saying, come on, all those other moments that you weren't like that, that's not the real you? Yeah, but you marked it. That, that's you. You, 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 you put that in place. That's strong then, because the most of the time I would be like, "Oh yeah, we'll get back to that." Right. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right. I'm distracting people on Instagram afterwards. You know, like it's recorded though. Like you, you told yourself that was me. I was in it, and I felt it, and that was true in that moment. And that yeah, was, but how many moments do we mark ourselves when it's when we're off and say to us, "This is probably the oh, real okay. me." Okay. You know, that's a big. That's a big. It's true, this marking and saying, I'm here, I was here. <laughs> the real me showed up over here. Tag yourself in your Tag yourself, yeah. It's big, like taking a couple moments throughout your week or day or whatever it is and mark the moments where you feel high and be like, we're going to come back to You already are marking it. You're feeling it. Like You hit an apex in a davening or on a hike or on a bike ride or driving between here and Beit Shemesh. Like, I come around corners and there at night. I, I stop and say, Hodu, Lashem, Kitov, Kitov, Pasto. Like, look at what we're in. But that, when you're doing that, you're, mar- you're marking it. Yeah. You're looking at it. You're, at looking, at it. you're at looking at it. Exactly. At it. It's what he's saying. Yes. Exactly. Dove Cram on Twitter. At Dove Cram. Mark it in your mind. <laughs> at Dove Cram. 
flying high on a bicycle. I don't want anything. <laughs> I don't want anything to connect those moments to social media at all. But you know, you know what happens. Do you know what Rav Weinberger says? Do you know what Weinberger says when you stop to take pictures? He said, at that moment, you're choosing to retake yourself out of living a moment. What? You, saw, you spoke about this? Tom, Tom Cook got me for the day, big time. No, but it's, it's, it's I unbelievable. I moment that I wanted to capture it, it to, to take with I'm me. I'm telling you, to do it if you've you noticed... Behind, like this. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at I'm concerts like, today? Oh, totally what happens at concerts, at davenings? I was... As high as, as, as high as Beta Rav Cook was, there was one guy that stood, went on the bima, looking at us with the camera. You did it, he does it every year. And I'm so nervous that maybe, like, this is, he's not, you know, I, I don't know who he is, but I don't want to, but like that, that can take you completely out of what's actually happening. But every time there's a high moment and you want to document it, so you really, for the moment that you think you're preserving the moment, Mark me. That's not real marking of the moment because you look at that picture. That doesn't bring you back you're to not it. Looking at it. But you're, you're not. Taking, uh, this is. That's why it's better, right. it's better than other people. Right. Right. It's so true. It's so true. Every every wedding, every concert that that I'm at, people used to dance. People used to daven. People used to sing. It's not wow. like that anymore. Nothing. And then they. Right. Do they develop? Do we develop <laughs> pictures and put out an album? It goes into the cloud. It goes into the cloud. Yeah, it gets lost. It right? gets lost. It's like every single children's you know, school production. Yeah. It's, You're, always, it's always like the stuff is sitting with an iPad. Mamish. It's so true. It's so true because we're... It's like some other... It's for something else. Right. It's for a different race. For something else. Right. 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 You're not even looking. You're not even looking. You Huh? No. No. I've had moments where I've videoed my daughter and then afterwards we're just like sitting together but I'm watching the video as it took 30 seconds ago. Like, she's right there. My wife walked by me one time and I'm doing this and she's like, oh, I thought it was her talking. But it was her talking but it's through the video. It's so true. It's such a test. That guy that was taking video at Yeah. for a minute it did kind of break the it pushes you away. Well, yeah, it yeah. broke the whole yeah. cohesiveness, the flow, and the, of what was going it's on. It's awful. But then, that left. Uh, you know, totally uh, took over. It right? took over. And the energy, the screaming, Ana Hashem took over, right, thank right. God. But it could very easily have, have taken, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I sense it all the time. I see it more and more. Everything public today has nothing to do with anyone experiencing anything. It's only can you say you were here? Can you say you were here? And like the PSS news says, can you really say you were here about anything? <laughs> so, and, and it's such a test because... Flip phones for everyone. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I smashed my screen. This, probably, this is probably how I came to my revelation on Friday night because I smashed my screen for three weeks. I had a dumb phone. Deliberately? Well, I could have got a phone quicker. I could have fixed right, my screen. Right. But I got a newer smartphone. So I was waiting for it. So, so um, but, but I'll tell you, like, those three, so nice to be disconnected. I'm sure you've all been there once or twice. 
It's it's really really amazing. I, you, I couldn't even take pictures. This phone, huh, this phone wouldn't even take pictures. And to text yeah. message, I don't remember. That was like in high school. I was using that. So like now, I, I, I when someone sent me a text message, I gave up. I was like, I can't. I'm not gonna answer it right now. Okay. All right, let's go back into the second paragraph here. Okay. No doubt your laziness entices you again, saying, stop trying to be what you're not. But I have already, meaning when you're, when you're flying and you're saying this is the real you, so it's going to come and say to you, stop, come on. Stop trying to be what you're not. But I have already told you that this is the response of the evil inclination within you. The Almighty rules over everything, and if the righteous feel and enjoy His holiness in a developed way, corresponding to the head, meaning that the tzaddikim can have the development of machshavot on a machshava level and expand it in a very serious way, you can at least do so in an undeveloped way, corresponding to the heel. So what is he referring to over here? That if the tzaddik is able to take olam ha-machshavot, mekadesh them, expand them, find himself, the more he thinks, the more he sees Hashem, and the more he sees himself in that image of Hashem, he's saying, certainly you can do it in an undeveloped way, meaning us, who haven't yet conquered the way, which we would love to, of establishing thoughts, the way, everything he's been speaking about, like, Hirsch, the, what you did, right, what you said and what you described is more like, that's a developed way. Take it for what it's worth, don't worry, it's fine. To toot your own... Uh, no, because... Just saying, it's not like I was trying to grasp that moment, so I used the visual, the visualization thing. It, but you did. Right, but it wasn't a deep, long thought. Like that's the Yetzirah that's coming to try to show you how uncool it was. Okay. I will not let that happen right now. Okay. It was real. Let it just be that. So, so he's saying over here, you can at least do so in an undeveloped way, meaning, okay, you don't know how to do this? This imagery, it's not working? There's still a way that you could do it where I think it's really saying, I was here. I don't know, I don't really understand what it fully means. I can't say that I know exactly how to get back here. But I do know that I'm putting my mark here. And this was, this was and is really me. That's, that's the heel. That's meaning like the bottom of things, right? On the top of things, it's saying like, this is me, I know how to get back here. I know how to use this now in my life. Generally. <clears throat> huh? Generally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No doubt you also feel something at Shalashudas. He's going back to the Tish. He's going back to Shul Friday night. No doubt you also feel something at Shalashudas. Your heart and mind are tossing to and fro from, from that mighty sound of the wheels. <clears throat> the wheels of the divine chariot that are passing through your soul. I love this. Mamish. But you're not able to comprehend and see and the sound and roar are lost to you, so that you barely realize that the Almighty, accompanied by, accompanied by all His host, has come. Everyone has to learn how to see on His level. During Shalashudas, it's very simple. Shabbos is past, the day of holiness. The heavens have been sanctified, and you too have sanctified yourself, whether you like it or not, right? Whether you like it or not, this happened. You haven't involved yourself in business nor wasted time in chatter. You've sat and meditated on your Creator. And with friends, you have learned Torah or conversed in matters of holiness. Did you understand everything? No. Was that part of your Shabbos? Yes. 
You have cleansed yourself from the week's every stain and speck of dust, and you've made an attempt to become attuned to your soul. Sorry. Pass this out as quick as you can, everybody. Which one is that? 40 or 41? 40. 40. Great. <clears throat> you have made an attempt to become attuned to your soul as you weren't during the week. At every stage you have felt as if you were elevating yourself from one level of holiness to another until you reached Shalashudis, the pinnacle, the desire of desires, Rava de Ravin, Ritzona Ritzonot. Now you feel that this is neither the time nor place to eat meat and fish, but to search for God. Meaning, if you show up to Shalashudis because you want to see what's on the menu, it ain't Shalashudis you're showing up to. It's just a meal, right? This is so deep. He's saying, now you feel there's neither the time nor place to eat meat and fish, but to search for God. Meaning, okay, I went through Shabbos, okay, and I experienced so much. What did it arouse within me? A desire to what? Now I want to search for Hashem. So the Yitzhak can say to you, you just had a whole Shabbos, you blew. Now you're going to start searching for Hashem? He's saying, no, no, that Shabbos is a buildup so that you end up leaving Shabbos saying what? Now I want to search for Hashem. Meaning what Hashem came in passed right through you. You didn't have to search for Hashem through Shabbos. Why? He came with his chariot, drove right through you. Whether you felt it or not, you felt something happening. It elevated you to have what? A ratzon, a desire. Saying, I want to go into the week now and search for that feeling that came like a truck inside of me over Shabbos. And thus this creates this moment of dvekus, of rava de ravin, of will of wills, what will of will? My will of wills. I want now. I want to seek Hashem. And you could either say to yourself, I just blew a chance, now it's going to be so hard. Or you could look at it as saying, this aliyah, shlav after shlav over Shabbos, prepared me so that now I go into the week with what? Dear Shur Hashem I'm going to look for Him everywhere. So we have a you know, beautiful chance this week with what we have, you know, where we're going this week with Shavuos, this is, these three days now, we'll, we'll pause here, these three days that we have now are really can be utilized, can be used for this exact Indian of like, okay, Shavuos is going to come, you're going to come at me with a, a, a chariot, like it's no one's business, Shavuos. But I have three days now, Shloshi I have three days right now to keep on finding my mark, to keep on stopping, to keep on using the imagery, to keep on using every one of these moments and to proclaim to myself at every moment during the Olam Hazeh saying, I was here, this was here, I showed up here, the real one showed up here. So that on Shabbos or on Yantiv, when you do have these moments of complete vacas, the Yitzhahara can't really try to convince you this is not you. You see, the Yitzhahara can come and try to convince you that when you're flying on Shabbos, that that's not you, because he's saying to yourself, where were you all week long? Who are you kidding? But if you learn how to use this and how to mark yourself and, lit and be in those moments while it's not Shabbos and while it's not Yantiv, then when you do feel it on Shabbos and Yantiv, it can't really come and convince you anything anymore because it's saying, okay, I guess the, the real you is really, it's showing up all the time, not just in moments of flying, all day long.
mindfulness all day long, living with consciousness all, you know, not all day, but remember, creating that flow that you could, it starts flowing from one moment to the other, from one moment to the other. So these are powerful words. We're going to stop right now, and we're going to continue this on Tuesday morning. Bezrat Hashem. Yeshua Kuhas.